Hello and welcome to Magical Journey. I am your host, Danielle Cahoon. So as we start the new year and we're entering 2023, it's a good time of year to start thinking about ways of being able to make this year a lot easier for us. One way to do this is preparing for anything, preparing for daily emergencies, medical emergencies, and big, big stuff. And that's kind of where we want to camp for a few minutes today. So why do we want to prep? Well, let's talk about daily emergencies. Cars breaking down and unexpected guests are two ways that you may be caught off guard from time to time. Having a little bit of extra food in the house, storing your storing some stuff for those rainy days, so to say, is always a good idea. So in this case, you would want to try to make sure you have at least enough of, of food to last for a day or two, or possibly even as much as a week in the case of your car breaking down. Medical emergencies, we don't like to think about those. Cuts, scrapes, and bruises can be a medical emergency depending on what you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a diabetic or somebody maybe who has other health conditions that require you to take immediate action, and I hope during any cuts, scrapes, and bruises that you're taking immediate action anyway and not just trying to walk it off. But in the case of medical situations, you definitely want to be prepared on a daily basis and have the supplies that you need to be able to take care of those things. And of course, there's big stuff like weather and natural disasters. We don't like to think about these, but at any time of year, we can have these happen. In the wintertime, we have ice and snow during the spring and even into the wintertime. Some areas have tornadoes and other storms that happen. So this is one of those times when you definitely want to be prepared. Things to consider whenever you're planning for doing disaster prep. Obviously, one of the things that you really want to consider is your space. Now, if you're only going to be prepping for like a week, say, for that unexpected week of inconvenience from the car breaking down or for unexpected guests coming, then a smaller space will do fine. You don't necessarily have to have some place that's protected, but you do need some place that's clean has enough of storage space and has good temps for being able to keep um, non-perishable items. For information on temperatures for non-perishable items, the website cde.ca.gov is an excellent choice for being able to find those pieces of information. It's also good for finding out how to store things in freezers and in refrigerators properly too. Other things you want to take into consideration is food and diet needs. Do you have somebody that's diabetic or has other health conditions that require special food diet? In that case, you want to make sure that you have food for that. Medications. Do you have medications on hand that are needed in a to-go bag so that you can grab them quickly and take them to a safe place? Fresh water, clean water. Do you have enough for each person and to be able to cook with and clean with over a period of time? Be it a week or even several weeks out. 
and most importantly of all that we usually don't think about until the very last minute is electronics. Do you have a way of powering your phone and other electrical devices so that you'll have access to the outside world, to pertinent information and to news and updates? One of the other things that many people don't think about until the last minute is keeping warm clothes and blankets and pillows, a selection of diapers and other baby needs. Perhaps having a hot plate so that you can plug it into your solar panel power generators that we're going to talk about and be able to use to, to heat up food and water. You also want to consider the amount of people and the number of days that you need food and other rations for. You're going to want to consider rotating and replenishing stock from time to time, checking your out of dates and making sure that everything is, is fresh and safe. And also, you may want to consider learning about foraging because sometimes our yards have a plethora of foods to eat that are safe to eat, but you need to know what you're dealing with and whether it has any toxic, identical looking plants, how to prepare them, and even if it's the right time of the year for some. So foraging is also a very important subject to know something about. When it comes to prepping, you definitely wanted to have a good selection of non-perishable items, whether these are the survival kit items such as well, the ones that you'll find at Costco and other stores where you can buy several days worth in a bucket or you have canned goods and so forth stored and dry milk. With medical supplies you obviously want to take bandages with you of different types and different types of gauze but you also want to make sure you have ointments and other medical supplies that you'll need just in case, including aloe vera and other types of, of emergency ointments and salves. Don't forget also to make sure that you have some kind of painkiller such as Aleve or ibuprofen. For your electronics, having a solar powered generator is always very helpful. Amazon and Home Depot carry a wide selection of both of these. You can also get solar power chargers for your phones as well. These help you to be able to use anything from the, the hot plate that I was talking about earlier to being able to use radios and other devices to keep up with what's going on. From time to time, you'll want to make sure that you have any blankets or pillows that may be out in the open and not kept in, in vacuum sealed plastic, cleaned and washed and make sure that they are sterile and ready to be used. While most of us don't want to think about the possibility of emergencies coming up, even whether it's something as simple as, as not having a car for a day unexpectedly or having a natural disaster or weather outbreak that causes you to lose power and possibly separate you from being able to get out for a few days. These are all reasons why you should try to prepare at least 
the minimal amount of supplies for a few days within your home. For those of you who use natural remedies and so forth, you want to make sure that you have a, a good supply of herbs, oils, and other things that you use on a daily basis to be able to keep on hand for emergency uses as well. And last but not least, what about those of us who practice witchcraft and who want to keep a small altar with us, perhaps a portable altar with supplies to, just in case we're going to be down for a few days? You may want to consider supplying yourself with a portable altar and a small amount of supplies to be able to do protection and abundance and other workings during this time period because you may not know exactly how long you're going to be down for and how long the emergency is going to last. Also having a supply of candles not only for doing workings but having a supply of candles that you can use for light at night never hurts. Investing in Coleman camping products is also a good idea during for this. Not only can you use their lanterns but you can use the cooking you can use the, the cooking devices to be able to eat a healthy meal and keep warm. So there is one way of being able to prep. And well, over the, the year, we'll probably talk more about prepping for emergencies, prepping, prepping for food shortages and that sort of thing, and how to go about doing things to keep you safe and well-stocked throughout the year. Obviously, supplies of staples such as rice, sugar, flour, and those sorts of things are always good to keep on hand. Even if your power doesn't go out, if you have no way to get to the store, it's always good to be able to have these things in abundance enough that you can use them throughout the period of time that you are not accessing your grocery stores and other th services. So as we step into the new year, some other things that we may want to think about, not only prepping, but taking care of ourselves. How do we go about every year and we see all of these great resolutions to lose weight, get in shape, go to the gym. And while those are all very good, and, and I do encourage you to do those things, that is not the only self-care that we need to think about throughout the year. Skin care, digestive health joint care and, and care of the rest of our our body systems are very important, especially during the winter time when we're prone to not being as active and eating less healthy because it's winter time. Mental health this, this time of year is also a big thing. Being trapped inside, it's darker outside, it's cold and it's an, usually very gray this time of year. Many people fall into to seasonal depression and they also just fall into the routine of not being as active as they used to be. Many times we find ourselves in the position where this time of year triggers sad memories of people who've gone. And there's times when we also have way too much on our hands to reflect on other things that were unhappy moments in our lives. So 
mental health this time of year is incredibly important. And what about our spiritual health? Our spiritual health is a year-round thing. We need to be able to take control of that, exercise our spiritual health, and make sure that body, mind, and spirit are all together, well-primed, and ready to go at any time needed. Getting the proper rest, meditating, visualizing, doing things on a daily basis that connect to you with the, na with the nature around you, with spirit, and being able to communicate with other people so that you have an uplifting support group. And then, of course, this time of year, there's always chances to be able to practice. Those of us who do practice witchcraft, who on a daily basis have a spiritual journey as well, have the opportunity this time of year to practice more often in a quiet and secure place. People sleep more this time of year, or perhaps whenever you're off work, you can go into a, a place while people are busy playing games and other things to occupy their time during the winter time, and do your thing in silence and quiet without having people disturb you. One of the easiest things to, to do this time of year, too, is to catch more people at home so you can video chat or call your friends and family. You can spend time you can spend time communicating with each other on social media also and of course if you have the opportunity going to visit people this time of year is an excellent way of being able to be uplifted and encouraged by others i think the one thing that we really need to focus on this time of year too is doing skull setting and planning for the next few months because obviously winter time is going to go away at some point. Spring will be here before you know it. So this is a good time of year to decide what bulbs and seeds you want to plant this year. What your get your plan for gardening is it going to be and sort of learning to, to execute how you're going to set up your garden this year, what you need and the amount of money it's going to take you for this season. It's also a good time of year to start planning vacation time. Maybe you're not going to go anywhere this year, but perhaps you want to plan out how you're going to use that week that you're going to be off, or the weeks that you're going to be off in some cases. And while today I've been talking about the mundane quite a bit, you can always make the mundane magical somehow. Perhaps you want to go visit your friends and have a cup of, of tea with them and then have a meditation time. Maybe you just simply want to spend some time writing in your book of shadows or reading a book that you've been waiting to read for a while and have been putting off because of a lack of time. Of course, any time of year is a good time of year to do workings and rituals. It's also a good time of year to be able to do meditation and visualization setting your intentions for things that you would like to do, or setting your intentions to be able to create new friendships in this in new year. Definitely under goal setting for the year, one of the things I would encourage you to do is remember to set goals to laugh way more than necessary. Love deeply and always, always, always share with others at least some time or a smile, if not something even more 
monetary at times, or perhaps just a good slice of pie. Pie is always a good thing to share, right? I know this episode of Magical Journey is not quite what you expect it to be, maybe, but it is my first episode, and I am just starting to learn how to do the, the podcast. So bear with me, be patient, be kind, and I promise you the upcoming podcasts throughout the year are going to be much more interesting, much more detailed on things that we want to talk about. And I'll be asking for your opinion and feedback throughout the year for new content. Don't forget to follow me on not only on here, but on TikTok as well. And coming this year also is the YouTube channel. Meanwhile, I will be in touch with some of you very soon, and I'll ask you for your opinions and your ideas for upcoming episodes. I hope you have a great week, and I hope that this new year is going to be an incredible year for each one of us. Until next time, have a blessed life, a peaceful life, and a magical journey.